1: Betches Media presents Ha Ha, Laugh, Funny, Mention It All, a Bravo by Betch's podcast. We don't say that, but now we said it. With Dylan Hafer. We're we'll gonna check me, bro? And Barry Rosenfeld. I need to start drinking alcohol. Never go to sleep, we. Hey,
0: everyone. Welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer. And I'm Barry Rosenfeld. Happy Monday. It's, I feel like it's winter it's again. Monday. You feel like it's winter again. I was going to say, oh, I feel like it's oh. like Wednesday, but
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a, Wednesday, feels it's a like. wintry Wednesday. It's a wintry
0: Wednesday. It's actually a Monday in April. Um, <sighs> <laughs> we have a very fun interview later this episode with Stephanie Hallman from Real Hostiles of Dallas. So be sure to stick around for that. But first, we're going to ch- chat a little bit, talk about this Atlanta reunion that kicked off last night. Uh, we also had the Oscars last night, Barry. I know you and I were both watching that. Yes. I wish we got like Bravo celebrities on the red carpet at the Oscars. I feel like that would be fun.
1: I think that that would, m- might have added a bit something to the liveliness or the lack thereof liveliness on the red carpet. I was Actually, like, I
0: guess Lala and Randall went last year. So,
1: <laughs> you know, the venue, it was a new, set up I guess obviously but it was this happened the last few award shows we watched too where I was like why does it feel like there's no celebrities here like where are they all I feel like there was like 10 we we definitely said this last time too I said this to you I just it was I didn't really
0: feel like that but I do think because of because of the, they're like limiting the numbers of people, like only the nominees and like some presenters were really there. So like there's less kind of like random famous people getting invited to this stuff right now. But I don't know.
1: I thought it was fun. Who was your best Better dressed? Better than the Golden
0: Globes. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> um, My best dressed probably, I really loved Carrie Mulligan in that gold Valentino dress. I just think that was, like, perfection. Mm-hmm. Um, I also thought her looked really great in that, like, purple, oh my God. like, amazing. hooded jumpsuit, beaded, amazing. I love her anyway, but, like, that look was really great.
1: I know that this is a known fact about her, but she is one of the most talented people I've ever seen in my life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, I got like oh um, my like, god! I had like dabbled in her music before, and then after the Grammys this year, when she won a couple awards, I got like really into it. Um, so I was very excited to see her win last She's night. Very cool.
1: Yes. Um, my one of my best dresses was um, Regina King, and yes, also Zendaya was that. It was the color. It was her hair and makeup mm-hmm. her- look. It was the simplicity of it. The gown was. Gorgeous! Oh my god! Oh my god! I,
0: I Zendaya is <laughs> like, the kind of person where it's like I truly I love her, but like I want to hate her because she makes it look so easy. Like, you she, know, she's just she just like throws on a gown. Her hair oh looks yeah. like she just got like came off the beach in the best possible way.
1: And Has I'm like, she You're ever just disappointed on a red carpet? Like ever? I not don't that think. I, not that I can think. Yeah, of. I don't. I can't recall, but. Even the guys looked good <laughs> last night. Like everyone was good.
0: Speaking of looks though, this Atlanta reunion, I think <gasps> to be honest, I think everyone looks good. I don't have I know some people weren't feeling Candy's look, but I can't I can't discredit her because she went for the theme so much Correct. more than anyone else, and I yeah. appreciate that because to be honest, nobody else really tried to dress dunjeny, maybe Marlo, but like Everybody else was like, oh, gorgeous black gown. And they are gorgeous black gowns, but like Candy did the theme.
1: We also, I don't want to discredit the actual set because the (laughs) other sets we've seen recently are like cruise ship decor and... (laughs) The Jersey Atlanta, reunion set Atlanta, looks like a Walmart oh my, photo studio. Literally, <laughs> but Atlanta was like sexy and nice and the yes. lighting and they had all the outfits they wore the night of Bolo, including Bolo's. These, and <laughs> these green, the green velvet chairs, chairs that yes. they're
0: in. Oh. Oh. It oh it really is like this sultry lounge vibe. And I like the way that they have the chairs set up kind of in like, a. the chairs are like, close it feels like they're like closer together whereas some of the some of these reunion sets are like they're like fanned out across the room i don't know i'm enjoying it we i was surprised we didn't see marlo at all this episode they waited until the end to bring latoya on and we're obviously going to get marlo next time um there were okay so there were like some some interesting talking points i feel like we should touch upon um first of all i want to talk about this stuff with drew and which which drew ralph (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so I feel like we're just never getting any kind of answers about Tampa. No. Like, I mean, no. Because, Drew, I mean, obviously he's acknowledged he was in Tampa. He and Drew seem to be very much sticking to the story that there wasn't any kind of cheating happening. And when can't, when Drew says that she's never had evidence or a reason to suspect Ralph being unfaithful, Candy Burris' face... Yeah. Oh my god. It was just one of those things where it's like Drew like we like you. I don't think Ralph is like a horrible person, but like you're you're doing too much.
1: And also the main piece of evidence was him going to Tampa for 3 days. That that is the evidence right there, but you know, like I, I wouldn't need that. He even, you know, Andy does his typical asking the other women what they would do. And they were all like, are you fucking kidding me? Like he'd be out the door like all hell would break loose. Like right. and then Candy, because, you know, in our interview with Stephanie, she even likes Candy a lot, too. And she just said she's a girl's girl, which I even I I totally agree. I think she is. And she even said to Andy, that's not for me to answer. Like she 100 percent thinks yeah. was unfaithful. But Candy's like, that's not for me to say. I don't know. That's you know. That's not my relationship and it's not how I would have handled it, but to each their own is essentially what Candy said.
0: (laughs) I did. I did think it was, it was a, a tough moment when they were talking about Josiah and his meeting with his father on the show. And so then Drew asks Kenya why she retweeted a tweet that called the scene cringy. And Kenya does a very weird, like half owning. She's like, yes, I retweeted it. I'm sorry you felt that way. But also like, I didn't say anything about your kid. Like it was cringy. And it's like, Kenya, like in this moment, I I love the mess from Kenya a lot of the time, but it's like, you can't say like, I'm sorry you felt that way. And then be like, but bitch, it was cringy.
1: <laughs> Typical housewife apology. I'm sorry you felt that way. But She then tried to come back and say, you said something about the father of my child. And it's like, you can't, but you said something about the child. Like you can't, and it's like a known thing everywhere. Keep the kid, You don't talk about kids. Like, come
0: on. This whole father of the child thing, I think that is bullshit because it's like, Kenya's talked about Ralph, who is also the father of Drew's, like of Drew's children. So it's like, Kenya, like, Somebody saying something about your marriage has nothing to do with Brooklyn. Don't act like that's what it is because it's not. Nobody in the show is talking shit about Brooklyn.
1: Yeah, no. And there's no reason to. Like, You're not going to talk about Josiah, You know what I mean? Like he's a nine or 11 year old. I don't remember, but he's a (laughs) child. But you know what else I found interesting was when they brought up Kenya's actions or words, whatever, towards Ralph because she was flirtatious with him. And then they brought up how she was with Apollo when Phaedra was on Mm. the show. And then I don't know if Mm, you caught mm, this. mm. Maybe I didn't hear it right. Kenya sort of apologized to Phaedra because she said her and Phaedra weren't really. Did she say because they weren't friends and that's why because I was like wait but you and Drew are not friends so
0: I'm not sure that that whole thing was weird I I get I got the comparison with Apollo but then I was like why are we talking about Phaedra like she's not here we have (laughs) we have like five years of stuff to talk about since Phaedra left I did think it was interesting we got the update that Kenya has filed for divorce from Mark they are in court currently and Kenya wants full custody of Brooklyn which duh the the thing to me that's crazy is that Kenya told us on the show that Mark has never spent a night alone with Brooklyn. And so it's like, yeah, of course Kenya should have full custody in that situation. Like.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, that is something I don't, I don't, I agree. But at the same time, like I can't, I don't feel like a, I don't know. It's, it's a rough um, thing to like talk about. I feel like that's for the father not to have custody, but at the same time, like, Kenny's is with her twenty four seven. You know what I mean. So I I'm don't just know. Glad it's they're hard, finally but getting
0: divorced. Hundred percent. But needs s- to be over.
1: Speaking of that, how do you feel about her still wearing her ring until they are like officially divorced? I thought that was a little strange. Um, I don't know. She's doing I it by like the book. Basically, she was like, I feel no. like that's a thing
0: where people just have very different like personal feelings about like the institution of marriage. And like, to me, I'd be like, fuck, no, we're not together. I'm taking off the ring, but like, whatever. I mean, I'm not going to like, it's kind of like what you were saying with the custody. It's like, it's probably not how I would do it, but like, whatever. She's not hurting anyone by wearing a ring. I, yeah, I think it's interesting. You know, Portia seems to have come to such a good point with Dennis where it's like, it's over. We're not a yeah. thing right now, but we're like in a better place in terms of co-parenting, being friends, being family, whatever. And like it seems like Kenya is hopefully on the path to get to that point. But at the same time, I don't know if I don't know if Mark has kind of the respect for her that Dennis ultimately has for Portia. And so that's gonna be, I think, the tough thing is like, can Mark, once they're divorced, can they move forward as like you know, mature adults with each other, and I don't know. Also, I don't know. Apparently, Brooklyn. <laughs> so, so the ladies of Housewives All Stars are in Turks and Caicos right now. They all flew on their private jets over the weekend. <laughs> apparently, Brooklyn is there. And are you
1: shocked? She's gone on every girl's trip. It's the the a bit
0: strange to me. I. But it's like okay. So did she bring a nanny to the to All Stars? I don't know.
1: <laughs> also, <laughs> how questions. long? How long are they filming for? Like, how long are they going to be in Turks and Caicos for? Do you know? Did I just say I've that with heard an accent? A Do week. you know? Oh, that's it.
0: They're gonna be on Turks and Caicos for a week. A that's week. what I've heard. Okay,
1: so I will say, yeah, Brooklyn is watched, no stranger to a girls' trip. <laughs> I watched on
0: um, on Paramount Plus. They did the Real World Homecoming with yep. the original Real World New York cast, and they were back in the original loft and they filmed. I think it was like six days or a week and it, and the show was six episodes. It was perfect. So I, I have faith that they can do like a, f- a cool thing in a week. I think that's yeah. enough time.
1: Yeah, I agree. We'll um, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I don't, I'm nervous because of course we're always nervous for something that's never happened before. Like, I don't know what the format's going to be. I don't know if they How do We know if they right. chose the right, cast like i don't know but we're getting yeah off topic and there's a rumor here. that
0: somebody will be like arriving midway through we'll see i have no <laughs> idea who it's gonna <laughs> like, be paradise,
1: um, bachelor in paradise but for housewives like i can't <laughs> uh,
0: okay quickly let's just touch on this latoya thing that happens at the reunion because it was very strange to me what was going on before she comes onto the stage, they're on a break and Latoya calls Kenya on the phone and says, she's like, I'm in my dressing room. Somebody, one of Drew's assistants just barged in and she had a, he had a camera in my face and was saying, you know, this is from Drew and give me vitamin C because I wasn't feeling well. And I'm like, what is happening? And then she brings it up on stage. She calls Drew Spongebob, first of all. And then she's like, I don't, I, I don't get what this like prank is was that LaToya is saying that Drew orchestrated. Like, it felt very like, why are we fighting about this? I don't know what's even going on.
1: It made it seem like that was the only thing for her to be relevant. Like, I don't, what else? Like, unless, that was her. I always wonder, like, that was your camera time. Like, why is this what we're talking about? It didn't happen on the show. No one saw it. And we don't know. <laughs> Like what happened, yeah, like, but- it's
0: not like somebody came into the dressing room and like punched her in the mouth. <laughs> like, it's just like not that big of a deal to me, but I do think it's interesting. Latoya is taking credit for Drew's um, glow up, I guess you could say, which I don't know about no. that.
1: Like- yeah, no, both things. I was LaToya- like, girl, come on.
0: Latoya has always seemed a little thirsty to me. And I got to say, it seems like she brought that energy to the reunion.
1: Yeah, but again, like you're no, like the hair and the glam team helped out. Like you, you didn't, you didn't do anything. And also, like, Drew looks great.
0: I feel like we've, we've put way too much energy into the idea that one time drew showed up to a party in a wig that was like <laughs> subpar and it's like she doesn't just like look like shit all the time that's not like what was happening
1: yeah i don't, I, don't I i don't know but but there's gonna be more people coming like you're right i agree like i don't know why marlo i guess they're saving marlo for
0: and next... shania yeah yeah but
1: is Fallon going to be on no, right? She was only in No,
0: Fallon was Fallon was not at the reunion. Fallon who's getting divorced by the way. She yes. posted that last week. Latoya's this... probably thrilled.
1: I mean, <laughs> I guess so, but also, yes. Um yeah, we can re- we can revisit the Halloween episode. Um if you don't know what we're talking yeah. about, Latoya's they had a bit of a of an argument, but that is sad. I mean, they they seemed cute. I know. So we
0: have a couple more reunion parts coming up. But for now, let's choose our grab the skinny pop moments of the day. Endless entertainment calls for endless popcorn. Luckily, every kernel of skinny pop is so light, crunchy and delicious that we can eat it by the handful or even the bagful. Barry, what is your grab the skinny pop moment for this reunion? Part one.
1: Okay, to be honest, because there wasn't that much drama yet, I want to give my skinny pop moment to all of the reunion looks of the ladies. I think that they all looked absolutely breathtaking. I love a good black gown. I love I love all of their on reunion day when you see them all coming with their with their dress bags mm-hmm. and their glam squad and everything getting ready and then then transitioning into full glam. I just love that. So, and you're always And it was the night of the oscars there was a lot of red carpet and looks going on so i it was a lot of popcorn and i enjoyed it what was yours dylan
0: mine is going to be just a very quick moment at the end when drew called latoya petty peachless (laughs) you know (laughs) i love a good nickname maybe this one will stick we'll see petty peachless that was that was a great moment for me so, those are today's Grab the Skinny Pop moments, and you can grab Skinny Pop yourself at Retailers Nationwide or go to the Shop Now page on skinnypop.com. Now, don't go anywhere because we have our great interview with Stephanie Hallman from Dallas coming up next. So, enjoy that. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24 7 US based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Welcome back, everyone. We are now so happy to be joined by one of our favorite housewives, I think. Real Housewives of Dallas, OG, Stephanie Hallman. Hi, Stephanie.
2: Hey. Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks for being here. How's it going? You have a season finale tomorrow night. We know there's a reunion coming up, lots of stuff going on. How's how's everything going?
2: It's good. It's good. Um it's like it's kind of like the end of everything. So it feels freeing a little bit because you know that. <laughs> The good, the bad, everything is just going to be wrapped up. So, yeah, it's good. It's good. I feel good about it. Uh, reunions don't scare me like they used to. It was just kind of everything bad that could happen has happened at this point. So you just go with it, you know? <laughs>
1: that's That's a good funny, way to look like,
2: at it, I think.
0: I feel <laughs> yeah. like some housewives the reunion is like their least favorite thing in the world. And some people are like, bring it on baby. So it's good that you are like a little more comfortable these days.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I'm like every horrible, I mean, truly that's kind of after five seasons. uh, I will say you've you've heard everything good and bad about yourself. You've read everything (laughs) good and bad about yourself. Uh, You've heard every rumor that could ever exist. So you're like, you know what? There's not a lot that they that's left. So yeah, it's like, it's much easier.
1: (laughs) Well, we did say you were one of our favorite housewives, which is true, but it's so funny Uh, when we think of you like in almost like attack mode, like I can't picture it because you're so kind uh, (laughs) that I'm like, "How how many bad things could you say about Stephanie? I'm not sure.
2: Oh, I mean, I, you know, I think usually it's like kind of, I, I hear mostly like funny. Well, I mean, I hear that I'm boring for it. Like people will be like, you are very, I'm like, why do you have to tell? I'm like, you can, you don't have to tell me that. It's fine. (laughs) Or they, like, I heard a rumor that I, I own the production company. And so you always hear like, really, it's very entertaining.
0: I I have seen that one floating around the internet. They're like, Stephanie, (laughs) Stephanie will never be fired because the show would literally just implode. Oh my god.
2: So yeah, you just you just always hear things. Yeah, it's very entertaining.
0: I feel like this season you have you've managed to kind of steer clear of the biggest, you know, dumpster fire drama. Like it hasn't really been coming at you this season. So is that is that kind of a relief when the season is playing out and you're like, "Okay, I don't think I'm going to get raked over the coals as much as some other people."
2: Oh, I mean, I run away from drama. Like I am in the Olympics. I really, I have a. <laughs> na- I navigate myself through it very carefully. Um, yeah, I mean, you kind of know what people are going to say because um, you, if you just listen to people's interviews, you're like, okay, they this is how they really feel, or um, so you kind of know what's coming at you. Um, so I've never gone into reunion and felt just blindsided. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that would be terrifying. But so that's never happened as of right now, though. So yeah, blindsided is no good.
1: <laughs> no, um, no, <laughs> no. Are there any big differences from the past seasons to now that you can tell us that you feel?
2: Um, I mean, this year, I you know, this year was a very different feeling. I think Leanne mm-hmm. was such a big character and such a big personality that not having her uh, was, you know good and bad like I realized how much that we as a cast kind of leaned on her to bring so Mm. much drama um so was a little scary because you're like well she always kind of you know something always happens with her but I think it was good because it made us all um you know work together and be a little bit more honest when you know maybe in the past we would have just been lazy and wait for her to do something so (laughs) it was yeah Just being honest. (laughs) Actually,
0: I've thought about that with Deandra specifically. I feel like she was always kind of so tied to whatever was going on with Leanne. And this season, it feels like she's had kind of room to breathe a little bit. And it's been fun to see that. I feel like all of you guys are maybe a little Uh, less kind of nervous about what might be coming at you.
2: Oh, yeah. Because you're like, well, you know, it's not going to be, you know, it's just it was a very freeing year because especially I will say with Deandra, she was always so nervous. Like she Mm -hmm. you could feel her energy whenever we were in a group scene because I think she just didn't want to make her mad. And they had so much tension that uh, Deandra was very free this year to be herself. And um, I thought that was a good thing.
1: Yeah, that's so funny because Dylan and I have definitely discussed in this season how different Deandra's energy yeah. is and we're, and it's, you know, we want to mention without mentioning that like, that is probably why. like mm-hmm. Leanne yeah, probably is why.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think um, for Deandra, she was able to kind of open up and be a little bit more herself. And after their fallout season two, it was like, she just could not, Deandra could not bounce back and not be, you know, I felt like she was always just trying to work on that friendship and just not make her mad. So I think it's, it was much easier for her. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Totally. S- speaking of being kind of open on the show and, you know, sharing, feeling free to share, you and Travis have always I think done a great job of showing your marriage, some of some of the not perfect moments, you know, we saw in past seasons and again this season a little bit you kind of wanting to have a little more independence uh-huh. and feeling like you had your own stuff going on. How do you, how do you kind of navigate that in your relationship and bringing it onto the show because it seems like you guys have really used it to make yourself stronger?
2: Um, You know, we are very different individuals. Like he's very type A, I'm very opposite. And our marriage works because of that. I think if there were two me's that you would get nothing accomplished. Like we would just sit around, talk about our feelings all day. And if there were two of Travis's, (laughs) like they would just bitch at each other all the time. So it does work, but um, I have to, I have to stand up for myself maybe a little bit more because Travis is such a type A person. He's used to leading a company. And sometimes he takes that to our marriage where he, you know, he's like, I'm just going to, you know, make all the decisions and take care of everything. And, uh, and then you don't feel like it's very even, or you don't feel like you're very valued. So that's been something that we've worked on. Um, Like that drives me crazy about him. And then to be honest, he thinks that I, you know, don't do as much as he does. So he's always like, what do you do all day? I'm like, well, not a lot, but it's okay. (laughs) Like like, (laughs) like, the last 30 minutes where he gets home, I'm like, clean it up. Cause I'm like, what have I done all day? I've done next to nothing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love that. (laughs) Um, That's great. Well, how are things going with the Holman foundation? Because it was nice to see you take charge and do something that you were passionate about this season.
2: Um, it's been really fun. Uh, we're working on some stuff with domestic violence uh with an agency in Dallas. So we're doing an event for them uh in November. And then I uh went to a school in Flint, Michigan and um redid uh spaces for them, like their locker room. They had they're really big into uh their school's really big in basketball. So we redid their basketball court and some other stuff. We had a really great partner with that school. And now we're looking at our third one. Um so we're just uh finding a way, I think we're going to start doing some homeless shelters next um, and working on um, just providing a space for the kids for to store their things in um, homeless shelters, because I did not realize that there were over uh, 3,500 kids in Dallas uh, in the school district that are homeless children who wow. uh, really don't have a safe place to put their belongings. Um, so we're working with kind of working with different avenues and seeing where we can help out. Wow, that's nice. It's
1: how- cool. It's yeah. It's
0: cool that Travis's business can kind of be shifted into such a way to help people. And you know, obviously you have resources because of that. And it's it's cool to see how that can kind of be used to help people that really, you know, can benefit from that.
2: Yeah. And it's uh I always think if you, you know, use your talents and your gifts. And you know, people are like, why don't you guys do food? I'm like, well, we don't have a food company. So it's just we, you know, for uh for any kind of lockers or cabinet making, um, we can do it and do a really big impact because all we have to do is pay for material. And we have so many amazing people who partner with us. Um so I don't know. I think if you use what you have and Mm -hmm. what you're good at, then you can make a big impact. And that's kind of what we do even in our charitable givings. We, uh, we give to a few organizations and we give big instead of doing like a little bit here and there, just so you can make a big impact in, uh, yeah. in small areas. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When you, um, find like your next school, how do you, how do you find that? Like you went to Michigan, did they reach out to you? Do you research yeah. and pick and how, ha- yeah, I'm interested in finding out how um, do you
2: do that. So they reach out to us and then mm-hmm. we have them submit videos and just Kind of because we can't see the space and it would be hard for us because this year we had over a hundred people submit uh, schools and wow um, so we then we work on them giving us videos so we can actually see what's going on because some schools really need a lot of help. like the, our, the Michigan school we had, they did not have like showers, they did not have heating and air conditioning. So we went in and kind of, you know Michigan's cold so not having a heating. Yeah. system uh, is crazy. So we went in and helped with all of that. Um, and then there are some schools that contact us that don't really honestly don't need anything. So we try to filter out the ones um, who really, really need something. And uh, especially we go by the schools who have most of their children on free, redu- uh, free and reduced lunch programs, because that's going to mm-hmm. be more in your um, poverty areas in your impoverished schools. Wow. Well, that is a
1: great I, I'm great excited thing to
2: that you're see
0: doing. kind of what you what you keep doing with that because I think you're off to a great start.
2: Oh, uh, thank you. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> getting back to the show, also off to a great start was this trip to Oklahoma that you guys went on. And then oh, yes. it kind of went left a little bit. <laughs> I I want to talk about what happened with Carrie on this trip because I gotta say, it was extremely strange to watch the I mean, you know. With Charles and then with the salsa on the bed. What was your kind of take on what actually happened on that trip? Like how, what was it like in the moment? How do you feel now?
2: (laughs) Oh, I mean, I have told her uh, because it it takes a lot to get me upset. It really, really does. Like I, especially on the show, because I'm always like, you know, for all of the girls, I'm like, we all, this is our job. And we, you know, we know each other enough to where if if people are fighting, I'm like, okay, you know. We all we're all in this together. But then like with Charles, he was, you know, a guest. He's, you know, like so sweet. He's, you know, from the country. And I'm from a really small town. And I know whenever you're from a small town and you're very country, a lot of times it's very, you know, uncomfortable for you to walk in, especially with all these girls from the city. And then you have cameras in your face and a microphone. And um the way she treated him, I just really honestly made me so angry. Um, We've argued about it for two days straight. Like we, her and I went back and forth. And then finally I was like, I'm just going to bring him here to force you to apologize to this man because um, I love Carrie, but it was just so mean. It just was like so horrible of her to do to him because he was so embarrassed and it was so unnecessary. I understand that people don't like hunting, but at the same time, like this is who he is. He hunts to, you know, feed himself. And I just think you have to, you know, accept people for who they are and be kind, like be kind to him. He's a guest.
1: Yeah. As a viewer, I don't even understand how that was an argument for two days and how it wasn't just very (laughs) clear (laughs) that that that's not what you should do. But you know what? Some people just need to learn.
2: It was crazy, but he's gotten a lot of love. So I think Charles feels real good. He feels real good. But (laughs) yeah, he's a sweet guy. He's gotten a lot of love. I'm excited. Next time I'm in Charles. Broken Bow, I'll definitely be <laughs>
0: hitting him up oh, for, a, you, for a Bigfoot tour.
2: You have to <laughs> get a hold of him whenever you're in Broken Bow. He's hysterical and he's um, he's quite the character. He's like very well known there too. They have all these Bigfoot. Um, I would assume. Things. So he's very, very well known. He's very famous in Broken Bow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think like you guys jokes. did a great job this season with the COVID, um, you know, like still being able to take trips. That house in Austin was ridiculous that you stayed at and like oh
2: yeah it was amazing South Fork
0: ranch is obviously a ton of fun i i feel like you did a great job at choosing kind of doable locations during the pandemic and it's still yeah. been really fun
2: uh thank you actually i liked this is very strange because i know the pandemic was like you know a horrible thing but i'm i'm pretty um uh i don't know i i think i'm more with like shy a little bit i guess than some of the other girls so I mean, sitting at home for two months, I was, I've been planning that my entire, like I was living my best life for two months. I was like, I am going to just take care of myself and like meditate. And then even filming, it was kind of nice to just not have all of these, you know, sometimes you go to parties and people invite like a hundred people and then you have a hundred random people watching you make a fool of yourself. It's a little embarrassing at times. So it was kind of nice to not have that. Um, (laughs) So I don't know. I, 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 I kind of enjoyed, I kind of enjoyed filming during the pandemic.
1: That's, you know what, you've had some really interesting takes on on yeah. some of the things that went on and I appreciate I, that, but that's interesting.
0: I rewatched recently, it was season two, I think it was like Travis's birthday party maybe when you, yes. when you and Brandy kind of weren't getting along and it was just like, oh, like it sucks that this had to happen in like such a public place. Oh, and it's so it's-
2: embarrassing. I mean, sometimes you walk, look around because you're at a hotel or you're at a restaurant and you just get so embarrassed. Like this little part of you is just like, I am mortified right now. And everyone's looking and they're not eating and they're recording. And then, yeah, it's horrible. You're like, I'm
0: getting paid for this. I'm getting paid for this. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. They're, they're just so disturbed. And oh, God. So I liked not having to do that in such public areas. I was like, this yeah. is very nice. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> watching the season back, were you able to see why it was... Difficult for Tiffany to feel welcomed by this group
2: You know, I definitely think um, I definitely think Even whenever we were filming It was hard for us to get to know her because Right She was working full-time So she was never in anything but group scenes Which is really hard to get to know people in group scenes um, But I had gone to I mean, Carrie and Tiffany, believe it or not Were the closest out of everybody before the show started mm-hmm. Brittingham Um but yeah, I see. I think it was just hard. It's hard to get to know people on camera. And I definitely think for her, it was like finding those moments were really, really difficult. Like I, never, I didn't feel like I got to know her until Cameron and I went on the walk in um, Austin. And mm-hmm. that was like the first mm-hmm. time I'd actually sat down and had a genuine conversation with her. And um, so, yeah, it was really, I just think it was really hard. Just the scheduling and everything was really hard.
1: Yeah, well, like the pandemic, obviously, mm-hmm. like when you, that's one of the negative <laughs> yeah, effects. Yeah, of course. No, absolutely,
2: yeah. absolutely. And I think her job was really tough because where we can all film together during the week yeah. and spend a lot of time together right. on camera, she could never do that. So she really was only able to film like group scenes and with her family and occasionally with us outside of a big group.
0: I do feel like after that Austin trip and once... Once it felt like she and Brandy kind of finally came to a good understanding with each mm-hmm. other, it feels like she really did click in with the group. Like yeah. after Deandra had the event with Darren at her house, which mm-hmm. your your comments about Darren doing <laughs> no. your hair were the most like surprising <laughs> hilarious thing. <laughs> So random. <laughs>
2: well, no, I w- It was so weird because I had known he was a sh- like he was into that. Whenever he did my hair, he would you know do my extensions and sing the songs to me and everything. So I kind of knew about Peru, and but I did not know until like you know, soon before that I was going to like, he was going to leave this. And I was like, he used to do my hair. And so I had to like really prepare myself to not be awkward. And then, uh, and then I didn't want him to, you know, be a, you know, it's like, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous, but uh, he's a nice, nice guy, but it was, it was a little awkward because I've always known him as like my hairdresser.
1: Yeah. I was like, wow, he's really a Jack of all trades. This is yeah, funny. He's,
2: <laughs> he's really good at extensions, like really, really good at extensions. <laughs>
0: Uh, it's great. You know, we love a yeah. multi-talented.
2: Yes, he is very multi-talented and he can do makeup too. He used to do like makeup for the cowboy cheerleaders. So, I mean, he can do it all. He can do it uh, all. He can say. Did he ever do, Brandy's makeup? do your hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he did her. Yes. For the um, cowboy cheerleader maybe he, calendar. Oh,
0: maybe he needs yeah. his own show.
2: <laughs> no,
1: he really does. I, sorry, he really that's does. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. On last episode, last week's episode, when he was at Deandra's house, He had, you can tell he had some makeup on and like his makeup looked flawless.
2: Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. I noticed it right away. Yes. (laughs) He He is a man of many talents.
0: Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure your shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. MENTION. Okay, we are gonna play a quick game called Who Would You Choose? We play it with all our housewife guests on the podcast. So we're gonna ask you a series of questions and you're gonna say who from the Dallas cast you would pick for the various things. They're not, okay. not super stressful. Okay, okay, first of all, who would you take motherhood advice from?
2: Oh, oh, probably Cameron. I feel like she's very like she's a very interesting person and she has some great things that she does with her kids. So maybe Cameron. Yes, she's, like do teaching you feel, them how to make peanut, peanut butter like, and
1: jelly.
2: Yeah, do you have like well, a cruise
0: connection with Cameron? Like, do you feel like there's like a kindred cruises, spirit?
2: <laughs> and and, I, and she knows like all the she knows like all the things to do. Like she, it, like I had no idea she took her kids to Fossil Room, which is like this little drive through uh, drive through like animal sanctuary. I had no idea you could stay there. So she knows like all the insider things when uh, it comes uh, to, uh. when it comes to your kids. Oh, like
1: all the activities. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, and. <laughs> and um, how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like, she takes well, that very I seriously.
2: Definitely, I definitely <laughs> could. I, I, She's a horrible cook. I'm a horrible cook, but I think I'm better than her because I know how to make them. So, oh, yes, I could. I, I, I think you I'm can better trade
0: better Yeah, You can trade some tips.
2: Yes. Um,
1: all right. Whose closet would you rate?
2: Ooh, you know, I would say... Honestly, I would say Cameron because I feel like we both are a little modest and have some of the same style, so... Probably her uh, because I you know, like to cover my tatas and my, you know, so yeah, probably her. I'm just thinking of yeah. who's clothes. Well, but I couldn't wear her stuff. So I don't know. I'm trying to, I don't know who I could actually wear because Brandy and Tiffany are like so short. So I couldn't wear their stuff. Maybe
0: like, maybe like Carrie Duber.
2: Yeah. I would write Carrie Duber's closet. Yeah. Can I pick old people too? Like, yes. old customers? Sure. yeah, Duber. of course. <laughs> Carrie Duber. I would write her closet. Yeah. Cause we are about the same like height. Yes.
0: She's got nice bags, you know, it's, yeah. there's
2: lots of absolutely, options. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely.
0: Okay, who would you want to plan your next vacation, like to choose the hotels and restaurants and stuff?
2: Oh, honestly, again, probably Cameron, because she, like, every time wow. I go somewhere, she's able to help me figure out where to eat, and either her or Deandra. Deandra also has traveled a ton, uh, so there are certain areas mm. I would go that, but Deandra also likes to rough it. Like, she will go and, like, eat, Cricket and worms and like so I don't that's the only reason I would not ask her where to eat but um but she knows kind of like everywhere to stay her and Jeremy like really they go on trips and they like sleep outside and yeah. she's no. very nope. adventurous like she's very very adventurous
1: um that is good to know because I will not have her plan
2: my next yeah, vacation no 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 no, no. <laughs> who would you want to cook you dinner Deandra she's an amazing amazing yeah. amazing cook I can see that. Okay,
0: who would you take relationship advice from?
2: Probably Deandra. I think her and Jeremy really balance each other out a lot, and I think he's just so nice, and um, and they really love each other. I mean, they will. They are like pretty,
0: they are like hot for each other. I mean, yeah. they will
2: like <laughs> almost have sex in front of you, and you're like, uh. <laughs> but you know, I mean, they have the romance, so maybe Deandra, yeah.
1: That is great. Like when they jumped in the pool a few weeks ago and they were you can tell they were like mad. The cameras were like there. They were like, oh, Hello. Yeah.
2: oh yeah, they're hysterical.
1: <laughs> they're hysterical. That's great. Um, who would you let decorate your house, even though your house is gorgeous?
2: Ooh, um, I'm trying to think. Well, I think everyone has a decorator um
1: (laughs) whose decorator would you use for your house
2: (laughs) okay so cameron's cameron's newest decorator is really really good so i maybe would use hers she just decorated her new house and it was really good so maybe hers
0: that house that house is gorgeous beautiful
2: Um, it's beautiful and just from what i've seen the inside i think she her decorator did a great job i like color she has a lot of color in her house
0: Perfect. Okay. okay, last question. Which housewife from another city would you want to join the Dallas cast?
2: Ooh, I'm really liking uh Candy from Atlanta. So I like her. I think she's just a Ooh. girls girl and she's super funny and fun. And I mean, I don't, I would be scared if she brought the dungeon thing to us, but it would be very entertaining.
1: <laughs> I totally agree with that. I, and yeah. Dallas might need a dungeon. Who yes, knows? I, love, I can't imagine
0: her. like. I can't imagine like you and Cameron doing the dungeon thing. I feel like it would.
2: (laughs) Oh no, it would be, it would be a great episode. We'd be so freaked out. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That is great. Those are good answers. Oh, thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Stephanie, I'm so glad you were able to join us. We have the season finale coming up tomorrow night at South Fork Ranch. Super excited. Yes thank you so much for joining us oh my yes. gosh
2: thank you for having me i appreciate it
0: thanks everyone for listening to the mention it all podcast don't forget to rate review subscribe you can follow us on instagram at bravo by Betches and just be cool
1: don't be all like uncool mention it all is produced by sean kilby and jorge morales pico editing by sean kilby social media by dylan hafer guest booking by nicole pellegrino Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. batches